There we go. Did you get a notification, Nick? Oh, I don't know. I'm full screen. I don't know. I usually don't do it on my phone. It's all right. It doesn't matter because we're live. Uh, So, everybody, we are here with the Two Wheel Tuesday podcast, which happens every Tuesday night. This week, we got Bruce Cook, who's a Canadian madman who... (laughs) Rides uh, dirt bikes for a living. Even after a crazy injury, he said, I'm not a pussy. And got back after it. Something like that? Would you say that was right? Is that, <laughs> is that a correct description? <laughs> More or less. <laughs> Perfect. A modest Canadian. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I, you know. Not a pussy or stupid or something. Yeah. Somewhere between. Believe me, I've had that um, mental debate a lot. I'm like, I don't know if I'm tough or if I'm dumb or what exactly, where we would classify this, but whatever. Yep. So what's up, Bruce? What have you been doing? Where's he at? That's why I want uh, to Oh, man. Standing change? No, Bruce you're still... So, right, so uh, here's what happens. Whoever talks... Like, on, so if Nick or I talk, whoever's making the noise will become full screen. So it'll be switching back and forth on you, so don't freak out. I think I got her started. There you go. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm at home right now. Just got home yesterday, so we're doing the regional Nitro Circus tour, so a bunch of back and forth right now, but home for a couple days. But it's um up in your region, no? Uh, yeah, it was. We actually did a hometown show two weeks ago, and then another Canadian show, and then this weekend was uh, Eugene, Oregon, and Boise, Idaho, and then off to New Brunswick, East Coast next weekend. So nice. That's what outside of Toronto? Yeah, way outside. That's east east coast. <laughs> So, oh, yeah. like uh, almost to Nova Scotia, New Brunswick. Yeah, it's it's over there. <clears throat> so, for, is it that next time zone? Yeah, like is it for one for one show on on Saturday? You know what I mean? It's that. like um, uh, whatever I was saying. Well, there's the point uh, five time zone. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't find out actually. I don't know if we're into that yet, but um, did you know that Nick? There's a half an hour time zone east of <laughs> East Coast time. There's a 3.5. <laughs> no, it's for real. Like uh, Nova Scotia or something is like half an hour earlier than we are. <laughs> Stupid. That sounds like a stubborn like two people are arguing. Yeah, no, no, they're, they're still the same. No, see what happened is we used metric and they used. Uh, no, they're a full hour ahead. Oh yeah. Well, we use standard American standard. Yeah. Which, metric time. Which if you're. <laughs> which I've been yelled at by Joe Stevens that it's, uh, or maybe it was an Australian that it's imperial standard. They're like yeah. it's not American standard. They're very mad about that. <laughs> 
American stamp gets put on everything. That's right. No, they're a full hour ahead, so they're ADT, whatever that is. It does, that doesn't know. exist. Right. Oh, yeah. See, we all just hit one time zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll ask if what I just moved into one time zone. Is. Uh, Eastern finally. Oh, so you're who's, right. on the, who's on the Nitro Circus regional tour? Um, it's uh, well, this one's just moto, so there's no like mega ramp, so it's just uh, freestyle. So, who we got Adam Jones, Mike Mason, um, Harry Bink, um, Greg Duffy. Uh, Jared McNeil. Who else so we got? got Do you have the sled? The crew. That big ass ramp, right? The yeah. Moon Booter. Yeah, freaking things gnarly. Um, do you have the sled on that tour? Uh, yeah. He's, yeah, um, Tyler. Yeah, he's doing the, the front flip on the sled. Right. Yeah. Gnarly. Onto a mobile. <laughs> well, on okay. a scout landing. <laughs> So what kind of ramp does he have to do that? Or is it just... Uh, it's like a standard sled freestyle ramp, I guess. And then it's just got this little piece, I don't know, maybe 18 inches or something that folds up off the end. I think it's the same pitch. Like, I don't even think it sticks up. It's just the middle is just a little longer, so his skis drop, and then the track hits it, I guess. And then he just pitches it forward, and he's landed all of them except the last one. <laughs> <laughs> He got fucked pretty good. Was he short? Yeah, under-rotated a bit, basically. And he got like, and slapped, slapped off of the front. Thing, thing. And then, yeah, pretty much at the knuckle and just like, pitched him right to the bottom. So, but He's good, so he'll be back uh, in New Brunswick. Did he, now, is, is, that, is that on the super tall ramp or is that on the standard landing? Uh, he's just the standard landing right to the wood. Nice. Is the yeah. mega ramp thing the or the uh, whatever moon booter? I guess is that one. Um, that one's one of those blow up ramps, right? Yeah. So it's it actually sits on the like scaff landing the whole time. Uh, that's why they wanted to do it airbag, so because it, it's just it would take too long to build, right? So right. it actually sits there deflated, and then there's a for lack of better terms, tarp that goes over top that they land on the whole time. So they're riding normal 75, the whole show on top of it. And then they just blow it up and it sticks up another, I don't know, probably 10 feet above it. And then makes it like shorter safety, but like there's actually pretty much no safety. So it's just super steep and uh, long. It's works pretty good. It's gnarly. (laughs) Have you jumped that? Have I? Yeah. No, I wish I could though. It looks so much fun. You think it would be like too hard to try and get your front end to go back down or something? Or I don't know. I I'd be scared to not flip it. Honestly, like they yeah. straight jump it to warm up, and I'm like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's gnarlier than flipping it to me. Like if you're, you're basically doing the same rotation, like you're taking off almost vertical, and right. then you got to go forwards to almost vertical. Yeah. With a backflip, you're going from here. You only have to do, you know, it's maybe. Well, maybe just over half of a backflip, basically. Right. (laughs) And your um, bike wants to kind of rotate anyway. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. You're fighting well. bikes to get them to go nose down. Well, that's, they're hitting it in third gear, so they. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because second was just freaking taking them straight up. So. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah, both of them, two strokes and four strokes, are all hitting it in third. Wow. It's crazy to hear. Just sounds a lot different, but yeah, they boost. <laughs> yeah, it looks gnarly. What are you drinking? A clamato? Caesar. Caesar, yeah. Yeah, it's like a Bloody Mary, but better. Uh, you bite your tongue. <laughs> I already have, I have Bloody Maria's, and that's better than a Bloody Mary. Bloody Maria? Yeah, that's, it's a uh, Bloody Mary mix with tequila. Oh, there you go. You'll be alright with that. Yeah. I was drinking tonight. Yeah, trying to get my summer bod. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying over there, Peanut Gallery? She's talking shit about you. Talking shit on every single Bruce, I got my sister with me. Oh. I'm, I'm taking her to uh, Kentucky right now. So she's over there talking shit to Clint on his Instagram. Got a lot of workout stuff. In line. Yeah, I made the mistake of telling them that Instagram keeps suggesting her to me. That's <laughs> <laughs> blowing it up. Yeah. Oh uh, shit. Um. So I mean. It, do you want to get into it a little bit? Exactly how, uh, you know, the accident and stuff like that? Yeah. I mean, if you don't want to talk about it, it's whatever. But. Oh, yeah. That's kind of my life now. <laughs> yeah. So what, like, first off, has did Duff do a double front flip after that at, at yeah. the World Games World or whatever? Games. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you did on the, on the new landing, which... Um, yeah, match, matches the trajectory. So, um, yeah, even that. Well, he. Well, I would, well, yeah, maybe over rotated just a little bit, but um, you know, it's just such a hit, anyways. Like he landed pretty good, maybe a little deep, and it still just folded him over the bars. Yeah. Like, even with the steeper landing and whatnot. So, yeah, I, I think it was as far as I know, just the the once there at World Games. <laughs> Could you control that, or it was kind of just. Uh, hang on. A little bit. Um, yeah, honestly, it, it like wants to, like once you're spinning, if you're not fully tucked, it'll slow you down. And it's like once you're out, it's hard to like just because the G force trying to rip you off it. It's hard to like get back. So it's like you could maybe do one adjustment by like opening up, but then you're not doing anything really after that. So you better over pull, over push whatever you want to call it and yeah, try and slow it down that's the yeah like that was the, the hardest thing because like over rotating is like the scariest thought because like if you went like yeah just straight to your face a quarter you'd be dead so it was like you're just always hesitant and also like into the foam pit the ones that were perfect like just freaking killed because you'd go in like nose heavy and then every time rip your hands off so like I got bad wrists to begin with so you'd like pretty much sprain your thumb every time getting ripped off the bars yeah. and then you're 
like quads would go straight into the bars. So I started like stuffing foam pit blocks <laughs> in the front of my pants because he just took such good hits. It's like oh, even just in the back of your mind for training is like you know makes you not want to fully commit and land perfectly. <laughs> like it's so much more comfortable kind of going in with the back. But right. but yeah, once you it's once you're there, like yeah, like you said, you want to push as hard as you can basically because all you can do is slow it down that little bit on like the last half rotation you open up and then just hope for the best but it's freaking it's a blur like <laughs> yeah that's gnarly yeah um was it a different ramp was it the same as a normal front flip ramp or steeper? it's the super kicker front oh, flip okay. one yeah jeez yeah so that's that's what we got on tour right now Duffy's doing uh knack fronts and heel clicker fronts off of it to the like next level landing. Heel flicker front flip. Yeah. With yeah. no flip levers. You would think that would like slow you down. No, like he pretty much jumps off like right off the lip. Like that's what, like anything like I was kinda of thinking about before, like that's what I wanted to try is like basically jumping off the lip, like right over the front of your bike and oh, kinda like speed it up and you pull your bike around. But yeah, he does it with no flip levers, so there's not a whole lot of like yanking your bike around. If you look, like he does the heel clicker, like that looks normal, like a flip heel clicker upright, like right over the bars. But then he just keeps going, and like he pretty much his head's like past his front fender, and like it's crazy. Like I guess it's his levers that stop. Like it's just his clutch and brake that stop. Oh like, yeah. Huh. But he's like pretty much laying on his front fender doing a heel clicker. It's uh, yeah, it's gnarly. <laughs> I need to see this. Yeah, it's it's worth the Google. Um, what what ramp is he doing that off? The super kicker front flip ramp, like the contraption super kicker. Normal landing though. No, that's the next level one, the the blow up. Oh. Yeah. Did you just did you just cut out, Nick? Why? Because because he included that, that in the description. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he literally just said that. But <laughs> I, my brain fades in and out. <laughs> you, you were going, uh, mustard on the left, mayo on the right. Salt <laughs> <laughs> um, water. So, so uh, you, did you, you under-rotated a teeny bit, right? Or Yeah. And then and got like, like spin off on the back. Yeah, like, so, I mean, it's the first time we had the ramp in the arena and stuff, and we put, like, big, like, rigging bags and whatever on the back of the, like, the, the bottom end of the ramp, just because when you hit it, I mean, a super kicker right off the bat's already a lot of leverage, like, when you're hitting at the top to lift it up, and it even had, like, kind of outriggers going up the front to help with that, but, like, when you hit it, like, you're hitting, like, a, I don't know, it's probably eight-inch just wall with your back tire so it pushed it forward a bunch and I watched the video and it lifted up the bottom of the ramp probably like 8 or 10 inches so wow. which is that's where your pop is so right. um, yeah I think that is not to blame on anything else but that takes away right, it absorbs. a ton of your like, like when you're relying on hitting a wall like you need right. to be solid so that absorbed a bit I'm sure and then I mean it's just first time to a landing instead of a foam pit so yeah but yeah I landed like 
pretty much 90 degrees to like the the landing surface and then just obviously freaking dropping from 40 feet or whatever it is just ripped off the back and then I was doing it to the mats like kind of the hard mats I don't know what they are they're probably I guess probably 8 inches or maybe 10 inches no they're probably 8 like kind of harder foam mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah when my boots hit that they just like grabbed stuck in and then my body kept going forward and then I think my boots like went right into my back basically I think that's what kind of exploded it like the my right leg hit like halfway up my back kind of thing and then game over so were your legs messed up at all or anything or um no I don't think so like we x-rayed them a few times like which I don't know how because they folded like super bad too um I thought there'd be like a femur or something also but took a few x-rays on both of them and uh just like I think there was like four or five ribs on the one side and then a couple on the back and then uh what else yeah I think that was pretty much it which the ribs sucked because like they pretty much start you in physio like like a week and a half or two weeks in like starting to move you want you to start like rolling over and stuff and like that the ribs just made that so brutal because there's not, obviously you know there's nothing you can do about them they just sit yeah. there so yeah that was awesome on top of it but yeah legs were fine somehow I don't know huh. so what did you actually do back wise like how many vertebrae did you break or uh, just broke the one T11 which like it pretty much exploded so there's they took like maybe a quarter of it out because it was just you couldn't do anything with it so they just removed a bunch of shards and then a bunch of those stuck into my spinal cord and then it basically dislocated my uh, spine so it kind of like jumped off and then your spinal cord runs through that so it got severed that way but then there's also a bunch of T11 fragments in it so I'm sure that didn't do it any good Right. <laughs> and then they wired back together whatever they could with of T11 and then there's two uh, rods from T9 to L1 on either side uh, so now I'm sweet I did uh, um, T5 like um, compression fractured it but obviously yeah. it was just that's all it was Was a, it's like wedged forward a teeny bit but yeah um, luckily that was all that happened so I just had like a brace for I don't know whatever two months or some shit and then yeah was all right <clears throat> you um kept the best attitude out of anybody i've ever seen go through anything even remotely close like that and even if it was just on the internet i don't know you did an amazing job because i was just like how the fuck is this guy like smile for bc and i'm like god it's killing me <laughs> uh the morphine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't know. It's like it kind of hits you. Like it definitely. If I let, if I land on my head or rotate or something, or even that crash, if it would have just been different, you know, land on your head, that's can be game over pretty easy. So yeah, I think a big part was just in hospital. <clears throat> you know, as bad as it is to compare, but just seeing the quads there and freaking brain injuries and like. Well, in the hospital, I was only in, like, the hospital hospital for, like, 
Well, I guess it was like two or three weeks, but then I went to like a spinal cord specific place. There's like three levels, still a hospital, but a little more like progressive. And uh, I think first floor was, uh, I can't remember what it was, but like second floor was spinal cord injury. And then third floor, oh, first floor was, um, was brain injury. That's what it was. And then second floor was uh, my floor. So um, spinal cord injury and then the third floor was burn unit so like you see some gnarly shit in there yeah. and it's like you know you see those people that still have a smile on their face like tons of car accidents bike accidents like all this stuff and like you got these people who are brain injuries changed forever and like you know they're still with it like you can still talk to them and they still got a smile on their face like they know they're messed up and they won't be the same but they're still smiling and then this one dude stuck in a motorhome that lit on fire and couldn't get out and he had burns like basically his whole body he was sitting in a chair like in the front seat so he had his whole body was burned except for five percent which was basically his butt cheeks from sitting on the seat and like yeah like no eyebrows no like no nose no ears like nothing and he was like one of the most positive guys in the hospital with a big smile on his face all the time he's like i'm alive so it's like you're almost yeah if you're negative you almost feel guilty like around that and i think it's kind of the same on every level right um you know if you look at a worse situation and then you're kind of pity party you kind of feel like a dick <laughs> right you know, like man like i would for sure take my situation over his like it was so it's like hey it could be worse and that's kind of just every day you know there's shitty days but you just that's what i go back to is just reminding myself like how much worse it could be how many people have it worse even with especially with like disease and stuff like there's one dude in there he uh um what happened oh it was just a stroke so just one day and he was like mid late 50s um you know just i think it was like a stroke middle of the night so he woke up and he was basically paralyzed from the neck down um so he was in hospital always super positive and then i kind of got talking about his story and uh he could just use his arms enough to push himself around in a manual wheelchair and um, found out that his wife of like 20 years or something like that two weeks after like she wasn't didn't come visit her or anything two weeks later she comes in with divorce papers <laughs> because of the injuries so like dude has a stroke so like well, that's what I kind of think too I'm like I kind of signed up for it you know like right. I knew the risks involved so it's like you can't blame anyone like this dude had a stroke like no one's fault sucks and then two weeks later his wife comes in divorce him and he's like honestly he's like if that's the kind of person she was then i don't want to be with her so it's the best thing that could have happened he's like now i get to go buy my dream sailboat i'm gonna live on that he's like i'm looking up lifts that'll lift me into my sailboat and i'm just gonna live on the water now and he's like that's been my dream so yeah I'm like, holy shit i'm like yeah all right and like there i am kind of signed up for it you know big right. shock I got my family and friends and the freaking world of support, literally, and and this dude's just stoked. So it's like, yeah, that definitely helps. <laughs> yeah, man, that that's I think probably most freestylers like. I mean, I guess quad would be your worst case scenario, but you know, it's I've had stuff like my wrist doesn't work and stupid stuff, and it's like anything if you if your hand doesn't work correctly the way you know the way it used to like 
it's an adjustment and that stuff's hard yep. to deal with you know and when I did my leg and I had the infection in it and they finally you know two doctors were like you are very close to complications which include losing your leg and mm -hmm. I like tried to really actually you know like wrap my head around you know, like, this could be an actual, real scenario that happens, and just tried to wrap my head around it, and that shit's rough, man. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, like, like you said, like, all freestyles, I think you have it in the back of your mind, like, you know, that it's a possible risk, and, but you don't want to focus on it, but, you right. know, that it's part of the gig, and it's like, you always try and think about worst case scenarios, so it's, so, yes, it's, so it's there, it keeps it real, but, yeah, you definitely don't, don't want to focus on it, but yeah, it's kind of especially with this progressive stuff. It's it's gnarly. I think some people forget that when it goes well all the time. Right. Well, and that's the thing is that to do what we did or what I did, you do. Uh, you can't think about any of that. You have to acknowledge it and realize the risks and acknowledge that. But then you just go not going to happen. I'm going to be positive and everything's going to go right, you know? Right. I tell exactly. people all the time to be a freestyler, you just have a very, you have to have a very, very strong belief that everything's going to work out. Yep. Because otherwise you won't do anything. No, exactly. I think that's why a lot of guys end up hanging it up. Yeah. It just kind of gets to them. What'd you say well, that's next? great. You get hurt and you get, you get psyched out. So you either got to get that out of your head or, or, or just get out and here you had a major injury and then how do you not you know psych yourself back into it yeah it's definitely ups and downs with confidence <laughs> I'll be doing it like especially when we're like kind of hammering out the shows and you're confident and stuff but like yeah then all of a sudden you're like holy shit like kind of remember that it's real which like yeah, there is that fine line between um you know, you definitely don't want to be too comfortable because that's when mistakes happen and you get sloppy and whatnot. And then, um, yeah, you have to, what? You, like you said, you want to keep confidence, but you have to remember how serious it, it is. And especially now, I mean, I've, I'm freaking strapped to the bike with a seatbelt, so. Um, even more crazy. Yeah. Just wrap your head around that to psych yourself up. I mean, <laughs> It's crazy, but well. no, it's, it's literally just repeating over and over in my head, like you said, that it's going to go well, and, and just um, picturing the outcome. And right. so there's been some sketchy ones, and you know, I messed it up a couple times. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just that fine line between confidence and uh, remembering how serious it is, and I think uh, to kind of keep you on your game. You had flipped before, right? Or no? Yeah, I flipped. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bruce so flipped a ton. He, listen, Bruce has amazing style through sick ass whips and flipped whatever. I only <laughs> did, I only did like one show with him, but it was kind of like a sketchy little setup that we were riding, but. Yeah. Yeah, no, flips were, I don't know, they just always came second nature to me. Like, as soon as, it, like, well, even before the first flip, it was like, it just made sense to me. And as soon as it happened, it was just like, yep. And then it was just kind of a matter of time. And then when I first flipped, it was like, 
I think I did I did 10 into the pit and I was like okay sweet like they were all like first one through 10 were all perfect into the pit and I was like yep that's kind of what I expected and I was like, let's go to dirt and then they made me do a couple more and then I was like okay sweet went to dirt and you it was were all not at Travis's like, house it worked what's up you were not at Travis's house yeah you were they made you do more yeah. than 10 Who Travis did? wasn't there I was gonna say yeah <laughs> because if you <laughs> landed 10 out of the bat yeah right to your wheels Travis would have had you out there next one no, For it was sure. uh, Billy and Jolene when I was flipping, so. That makes sense. So, with the new flip, did, was it a change, or was it just getting back to the... Oh, yeah. Different. Well, let's start, well, let's start with even made you want to... So, now you uh, had a crash. You're now paralyzed, and you decide, you get to a point where you can what you know like like what where were you at when you were like like was it first thing in the hospital you hadn't even left the hospital and you were like fuck this i'm flipping or like oh, yeah. was it yeah yeah it was like well pretty much as as soon as i crashed it was like you know I'm like well don't want this to be it like i knew instantly i was paralyzed like i didn't get knocked out or anything which don't know if that's good or bad but i was like all right well my arms still work and then it was just kind of like damn like didn't want this to be my last show. You kind of picture what you want your last show to be like, and right. you know you want to go. You're probably not going to go out on top, but at least on a on a good note and kind of retire, you know, doing well. I was like, don't want my last show to be going out on a stretcher. So it's kind of right from the time I was leaving on the stretcher that I was just like, All right, well, we can modify the dirt bike and at least ride. But for me, it was always, um, you know, I wanted to flip in front of a crowd again, and that would be my kind of full circle so it was yeah day one basically and then Billy Van Butte is a fabricator by trade so that was awesome <laughs> so when I was still in hospital he was already getting to work on um, modifying that and there's a few guys that race moto and whatnot so we were just kind of going through social media trying to find pictures of their stuff and, and googling there's, there's definitely not a whole lot there's no blueprints for a cage on a dirt bike <laughs> so um, he just kind of winged it and Pretty much nailed it the first time so that was sweet it was it was ready to go by the time i got out of, out of hospital so now i'm assuming that the um like thing behind you is kind of like a roll cage yeah like sissy bar for lack of better terms but uh yeah so it's i didn't want to make it over my head and kind of wanted to keep it as light as possible because like the thing already weighs like 30 pounds more so it basically sit my idea was to make make it so I could make a little like safe spot between the handlebars and the top of it. And I pretty much figured You can just like duck down. Yeah. So like even worst case, like you're probably not gonna land like bars and top of the sissy bar at the same time. Like it's probably gonna be a one or the other. So right. I just guessed how to do with everything <laughs> the height that I wanted it, which is like it sits probably six inches below my helmet and then it's like like I gave my hardest yank and stuff just sitting there before I welded it so it sits like half inch behind the farthest point that, that was I get my next thing. that was my next question yeah was do you bounce your back off of it to pull no so you don't no. you're pulling no, with no, your no. bars my helmet gets like half inch away that's the closest part yeah 
So it's all arms and throttle. Yeah, yeah, tons of power. So and you just then, creep uh, in as hard as slow as you can and just get basically be doing a wheelie off of it. Yeah, and I just get forward against the bars as close as I can, and then just weight transfer and power at the, you know, start to weight transfer about two thirds up, and like hit it right at the bottom, and then just be full yank right right as I go off the lip. As if I'm a couple inches late, then it's just like, you know, hits your arms and you're going super slower out. <laughs> right, yeah. And at that point, can you speed it up other than throttle? Can you like crouch down? No. no. Well, that's what, like, I, you realize how much you use your legs, obviously in all riding, but especially flips, like just with gripping it, uh, you know, for slowing it down, you dig your heels in and, and pull it towards you, or you can push your legs out and pull the bars back, but now it's just, you know, I can give it kind of one more tug, but then it's just pins trying right. to get around. But then I'm only in first gear too, so there's not a whole lot of wheel speed. <laughs> Did you ever um, mess with moving where your butt sits? Like if you moved your body back a couple inches? Yeah, a little bit. But then if you're back too much, you're kind of, then you really lose some of the weight transfer because then your, your body doesn't go past where your butt is. So yeah, we pretty much settled for basically I just sit vertically when my arms are out and then uh, so, you, so I can still kind of get past my center of gravity when I go back Right. because if it's back too much your weight's back there but then you're still in front of your kind of center mass when you pull so it's kind of right because you can't get further back than your arms will go yeah so it was we slid it a little bit but there's just you kind of find that natural spot that just feels good too so right yeah Alright, I figured you guys had messed with that, but uh, I don't know why. Yeah, within <laughs> like, probably not more than like two inches one or the other. Really? Which the moto guys sit, obviously a lot, like they're almost kind of in the pocket there, closer to the tank for corners and right. moto keeping the front end down, so I would definitely, like I'm back on the, like pretty much over top, maybe a little behind the grab holes, like where they would be, so. Right. Um, but yeah just kind of worked good. Nice. So how soon until you started actually riding after your accident? Um, so, yeah, I was in the hospital for 66 days. 66? And then, yeah. Holy and shit. then uh, I went home. I was home for like a week, bought a car, got it um, outfitted with hand controls, and then drove straight down to California. There's a place called Project Walk down there that's like kind of just different approach. Like they're like, even if you can't walk or feel, like let's get you on your feet and just like, you know, even if it's just good mentally, like get you upright, you know, put you in braces, whatever they have to do, hold you up and like you can do your arm workouts and like the hand bike and everything standing up, and good for circulation, bone density, blah blah. So like that's kind of their outlook and everything was just positive, like. You know, at a normal hospital, they're like, oh, come with the clipboard, and like, what's your ultimate goal? And I'm like, well, obviously to walk again. And they're like, oh, like everyone says that. Like, what's your actual ultimate goal? I'm like, well, don't ask dumb questions then. Like, I was like, that's it. Like, let's move on. And then uh, go down to Project Walk, and they ask the same question. You're like, to walk again? And they're like, sweet. Put down the clipboard. It's like, let's get started. So there's kind of like, even just that mindset, like, it's just, uh, it was just, more fitting to kind of my attitude so 
I think I spent three months down there and that's like I think it was four or five days a week of like two to four hours a day kind of thing so you're smoked by the end of the week but it's all like specific too like what do you want to work on and like I pretty much have almost zero core or like balance they've got like my like half of my upper two abs basically so it's like well let's work on any sort of core we can because that's going to be um handy for what I'm doing and then just arms and shoulders and and all that so it was just pretty specific to that and then went home and then hopped on a flight to Toronto uh Billy's shops over close to Toronto so uh he had it pretty much done but we just did some he needed me in person to kind of finish it off that was about eight and a half months after the accident and then kind of got it fine-tuned and then my first ride just kind of in uh farm field was uh nine months after like to the day wow and the first ride worked sweet so then we loaded her up and drove down to Trav's and hit the foam pit and everyone like you know even Billy's like you know we're going down here but it's just to like have the track and like you know he's like don't go down here thinking we have to flip kind of thing I was well I was definitely going down there to flip (laughs) so I like did some laps on the track I think the second day I was like all right well let's uh let's see what the foam pit does and then yeah first one was sweet oh yeah right around yep yeah like it would have definitely been a ride away and then there's some ups and downs with that obviously took a, a bunch more to try and get it perfect and then that's when they're filming for action figure like the first action figures uh Travis movie and then uh so yeah i think it ended up being 10 months to the day after the accident that i landed my first flip wow on nick do you feel like a pussy <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm out. I think about that. I'm like, people, people their whole life can't do backflip. This guy does them and then gets hurt and then comes back and does them again. And I'm like, (laughs) gets a bike, gets everything made, then does it. Does it. Faster than he did that faster than I learned to flip initially. Even <laughs> <laughs> I definitely spent more than nine months trying to learn how to flip control. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, well, and then after that, it was like my goal was to just get back on tour, like even just for one show, and then uh, so I was just practicing a ton off. Like he's just got the ramp that goes like that's up against the foam pit like it's built on like up against the wall yeah yeah the, wall the wooden there. one and what's that the wooden one yeah exactly and it mimics like a BMX jump it's four BMXs so it's kind of like the steep BMX ramp that's on tour so I was practicing that a bunch and then finally got to go ahead to at least do one show back and then I was practicing a bunch more and then found out like two or three weeks before I was supposed to do first show that there wasn't going to be that ramp on tour and they wanted me to do off the super kicker which is obviously like twice as like completely different right so i didn't even know if it was going to work so just went and started ripping them off the super kicker and it actually worked easier like it was 
a little bit more room for error. Like it's just longer, so you get on it. The the box it's, jump on the front of Travis's is so tight. That yeah, if exactly. you miss time your pull like a teeny bit early, you're not rotating at all. No, when you time it good, it's sweet because yeah. it flips you around. But yeah, like you said, it's you're probably within inches uh, on that where you have to pull, where you've right. got a little more of a super kicker. So I started practicing that a couple weeks before tour and then um, did one of those. Uh, I think so that was like 10 months. I think it was. Pretty much another ten months before tour, um, so yeah, I did did one in his backyard uh, onto like the resi landing, well, resi mulch, and then some foam, and then the plastic resi. Right. Um, so I just set up for BMXs already, and that was like the day I had, before I had to leave. That's all that was set up, so I just kind of went for it on that, and that was like perfect. So um, then my first one back was in Toronto, which was like an hour down the road from where my accident was so it's pretty perfect as far as location and crowd and everything uh, yeah that's awesome and that one went that one went good right yeah I would like couldn't have gone better really awesome so um, you've crashed doing it now haven't you or no yeah a couple times once was in Denver because <laughs> of elevation like like we were saying it's so you rely on power so much in Denver's well mile high city I think the venue's like just over 5600 feet so starting to lack power big time and yeah I just I think that was the first time um well since my injury that I'd done one so we weren't sure how much it would affect and it's tough to practice so and I was thinking you know you don't want to pull too hard and over rotate the thing so I just kind of did what I thought and it wasn't too bad, but I just kind of came up short a bit. So I just like a probably, f well, maybe two feet short. So my front end just went right into the knuckle, came around as pretty much vertical. So kind of like nose picked the knuckle and then went like straight to my head and the cage. Like, which is what I was saying, like the bars were a couple feet off the ground. So the cage or the sissy bar took a good chunk of it and then uh, almost kind of did a front flip like almost came to wheels like doing a front flip so um there was that one what's that uh -oh. I, I think i saw that one yeah it was a pretty much worst case scenario um and then there was a couple more but they weren't too bad like one was just kind of i still use those mats uh, i don't know if they're good or bad but when they land on your head they're good but when you actually land it or come up a little bit short on your wheels like they make you bounce and like they kind of grab you a bit so a bit bittersweet but yeah one time like they're velcroed together and one time I landed a little bit short my front tire went into one of those like the seams and basically just stopped and I kind of just bounced again over the front but kind of off to the side because now I know it's like if you're going to do that, you want to just go sideways and just get the bike laid down and just stopped as fast as possible. So I just kind of chucked myself off to the side and then just slid down the lander. And that wasn't too bad. And then another one, I just flipped like super mini landed like up on the deck and I was pointed like kind of almost 45. So like if I would have ridden away, I just would have ridden off the lander. So I just came around and landed with both brakes on and just kind of like dunk and then tipped over on top and 
think that's it. So not too bad. About ninety-eight <laughs> percent. That's a good percentage. Not bad. Ninety-eight <laughs> percent. What's that? You went, all, you went all Was that alien. A boot or a valve? A boot. <laughs> yes. It's, it's definitely going to be a boot next weekend. That's a boot country over there. Oh, so you guys make fun of East Coast Canadians too, or what? <laughs> no, that's, that's where it's from. I can't even understand more than like go to Newfoundland. That's a different language. <laughs> that's what people like to talk shit but it, about other countries, but it's like just go down south or whatever. And you oh won't yeah, be able to understand anyway. Go to where Nick lives. This is first batch of bake. I should go. I'll be right back. <laughs> you should both pay. Do that. Um. So we did. I got one question on Instagram, and my friend asked. Uh, Doug Cossie FMX asked if you have a Cowie ride, or do you just really love Kawasaki's? Um, yeah, a little bit of both. Like, I've been on Cowies since, uh, 80s. Like, I got my first 80 and then 125, a few of those. And then, um, my buddy Chris Skarwaziak was, uh, or is sponsored by Canadian Kawasaki. So I end up just kind of buying his bikes off of him for kind of the cost, basically, that were already set up. And then I think... I think it was like 2009 that they started hooking me up also, which is just kind of like a deal where you get the bikes and then kind of give them back at the end of the right. year type thing. And then, so I'm still on a 2014, but just with the cage and everything, um, I just kind of don't want to <laughs> change it, do it again. The bike's probably got less than 10 hours still because each time I ride, it's like six minutes. So, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I just kind of stick with that, and I don't know, Cowies have never let me down, so, uh, yeah, a little bit of both. They, I get support from Canadian Kawasaki, but uh, I, even if I was buying them, I'd uh, go buy a Cowie. Are you on a 250 or a 450? 450. You used yeah. to ride 250s, though. Yeah, up until, I think, 2013 or 2012 or something like that. So before you got hurt, you went to a 450 already? Yeah, for a couple of years, yeah. Because I think Which, when we uh, rode, yeah. when we rode, you were on a 250 yet, weren't you? I think probably, yeah. Okay. Which, like, that's, like, for demos and stuff, they're sweet. Like, if you're just flipping and, like, maybe clicker flips and, you know, a couple little tricks, it's, like, the timing's so sweet. Like, it's hard to overjump and, like, you're just so dialed every single time, especially like I was using the same setup for like eighty percent of the shows. So it's like, and he was riding the exact same bike. So right. so dialed every single time. But as soon as you start wanting to do like super flips and anything bigger, where you want like that snap and the rotation, the two fifty didn't quite have the snap. Like it was all trying to heave it around, so it helped so much with that. Right. Huh. Um, you never rode freestyle on a two-stroke, huh? Hey, what's that? You never rode freestyle on a two-stroke? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, the first from 2005 to, I'll tell you earlier, 2003 to 2000, whenever Cowie started making the Moto Forester, I think it was 2009, the first 250F carbureted. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds about right, because that's when Honda got their first, uh, did their first um, fuel injection. Yeah, I think, yeah, 2010 or 11, I know the 450s got it first, and then the 250s, and that, that was, man, that was a lot better. Yeah. Especially clipping. Yeah. I had, a, um, I just got rid of that bike, Nick, but I had a, um, 07 YZ250 two-stroke yeah. that for some reason had a weird spot in it, and, uh, yeah. That's actually, I think, how I crashed and broke my femur and my shoulder and shit. I think it, it uh, I went to get on the gas and I backed off and I went to get back on it. Again? Yeah. Kind of popped. It, like, <clears throat> so years ago, I did it. I came out of the corner, got on the gas, something happened. I backed off a teeny bit. I got back into it and it started to bog. So I yeah. pinned it to make yeah. sure I made the gap and it literally goes, boom. The rest of the way and it's just engine braking off of the face of the ramp. Yeah. And I uh, never did anything to it and I just rode it for years and then finally I think it cut out again going for a flip at a circus. Uh, I just don't remember what the hell happened. I went to, actually I don't remember anything. I just saw the video. Yeah. But um, I got vertical and then I just jumped off but I think that it must have cut out on me otherwise. Yeah, mine kind of I, th I think it was kind of like the float bowl or something like right in the you know on the takeoff would sometimes not every time just kind of like just miss a little bit yeah and like sometimes kind of send you a little weird like you'd still have full power but it just I think it's kind of mentally is half of it because you just hear it and you're like shit as yeah. soon as you go off the ramp so fuel injection was definitely welcomed yeah I've had some YZs where you get in the power valve um, they have like this little arm and it's got like a little nub off of it and it slides in this track and that's what opens your power valve and there's like an elbow in it where it hits and those things will get burrs in them and I've had it to where my bike well so my bike was either like I would go with the ramp and it'd be like burr and then sometimes it would just stay flat like it wouldn't go past the burr and it'd just go ball off the face and then the next time I'd like pin it and then it'd go oh, yeah ah, and I'd be wheelie all the way out to the flat and I'm like what in the hell is going on so I finally figured it out one time and I only had to do uh, two bikes like and I rode them for years and they finally did that but it yeah. took me like a day to figure out what the hell was going on the first time I'm just like I can't time this thing today <laughs> all or nothing just, yeah I'm either decking the shit out of it or like out in the flat I can't figure out what the hell is going on that's good good times are you better Nick? I'm much better but she didn't want to leave the car unattended and was afraid to like lock it or something like my keys were in it so this is I've never, we've never done this one the road trip uh, podcast you you never even locked your doors either. Not really, but I got all her shit in here, so she wants to lock it now. Oh. 
So we gotta do that. So she'll just take it out of the bed, but I don't know what's going She's on. She's moving right now. Yeah, I just found. Yeah, all her shit's in here. Well, just clothes and stuff. I was gonna say you only got a pickup truck. How much shit is she taking? Not very much. No, not much. <laughs> Luckily, because I moved her, I moved her a couple bunch of times, and it's like a lot of stuff. And then my dad was loaded up. We loaded his truck up. He was going to take her, and then plans changed. And so we put it in my truck, and now I'm here. So this podcast is saving the day, except I can't pull up any clips or see what people are I saying. Know. Oh, yeah, I haven't even looked to see if anybody said anything on there either. Somebody's got to be on. We have two people that listen all the time, Bruce. So we know that one of our listeners is at least on there. Two on top of the hundreds that listen every time. Well, they listen on the... Uh, <laughs> they listen. These people are watching, I should say. Live, yeah. It's perfect for this type of deal for a road trip. We already we already answered this. Um, Danny D. Wayne asked how long... Was it from your accident until you got back on a bike? We already talked about that. Then do a flip. Look at this. We didn't even read this. And we answered this. Uh, yeah. Was the first ride, and then one month after that, till I flipped. And those That's are insane. the only. Those are the only questions. And then Mark Jordan just said, "Yo." Yo. <laughs> the moto. The UTV crash, some people said in Instagram comments that Travis shouldn't push people to do things like that. I don't know that, that, Danny, does he really push people that hard to do things they shouldn't? I mean, here's the thing. Travis will make suggestions, and if you, he thinks everything's a good idea for the most part, and if you go along with it, then... I don't know. Yeah. You know? There's no... Pre- yeah. You have to be willing. It's not like you're pushed into stuff. Like, he's, we're already all doing this stuff, so it's... You know, we're already in it. He's tried to get me to do plenty like, of stupid what? shit that I said no to. Yep. Yep. And if you really don't want to do it, you just don't show up. Like, <laughs> that's, that's the only way you can really avoid stuff. <laughs> or just get... You, here's the thing, you know, like... I was even in, uh, like, in California at Javier's place, and I had a friend with me that's, like, kind of in the freestyle, but doesn't, like, really do it, and then he starts making comments, where are Fitzpatrick's, and he starts making comments, and then it's just like, all right, flip into the pit. Like, he was telling somebody else, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, and we're yeah. like, all right, flip into the pit, wow, uh, uh, and I'm like, this is the wrong group be talking shit in front of, you know, like. <laughs> that's how it goes don't open your mouth unless you want somebody yeah. to be like alright go do it right now yeah <laughs> so it's the same thing I kind of miss that um, that type of those type of people you know like okay. normal people in life I think just get tell you everything's dangerous well not even that the I'm gonna do it you know what I mean? I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna do this. I'm go- Well, why aren't you already? You should be hard to stop. Anybody I know that's been good at freestyle and really done anything, 
you you're not going to tell them anything that's going to change that exactly it was the other way around it wasn't you trying to encourage them it's like it's like you can't stop them you can't stop them you know they're going to do it no matter what and that's it it's a different you know it's a different um outlook and and the thing that these guys are doing you know that are real driven are even bodily harm type of things you know it's like a lot of people are you know i made the joke about um you know everybody's afraid i'm starting to do uh comedy now bruce and everybody's like aren't you afraid to like you know what i mean talk in front of a bunch of people and i'm like yeah (laughs) i'm like the consequences though are me having a hurt (laughs) ego and uh that's about it you know versus most likely not gonna break the bone yeah exactly (laughs) the next day i'm gonna be disappointed in myself and that's gonna be it (laughs) (laughs) so no big deal you know (laughs) like you're disappointed in yourself and broken exactly (laughs) and it's gonna cost you a bunch of money yeah, and you're not making any for the next couple months. Exactly, it's triply bad. You know, I'm like shit. I'll get, I'll stand up here and have a lot of people not laugh at me. It's no problem. Yep. Try it tomorrow at least. <laughs> yeah, the rest of life you would, you don't want people to laugh at you. This is yeah. the only scenario where it's reversed. I'm okay with it. No, I, still, I mean you just look at social media and it's just full of people who don't put their money where their mouth is. Yeah. Just lose that point. It's a great way to figure out what you did wrong because the comment section will just be filled. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, believe me, people come in, we'll do those, um, uh, like, so they're called, like, bringer shows. Like, it's like this little niche before you get paid. It's not open mics, but you're not getting paid. You got to, like, bring people to the show, a certain amount of people. So there's always, like, not always, but 90% of the time, there's somebody's friend in there that because they're, they think their friend's good or they watched a bunch of comedy, they want to just heckle everybody, you know? Yeah. And it's like, listen, it, it's your buddy doing comedy, not you, all right? You watched him in the basement and he's good. Shut the fuck up. Yep. <laughs> God. No way would I bring anybody I know. I'd be paying bumps. Never <laughs> <laughs> fucking laugh. Dude, that's not a, it's not a bad idea. I'll just be like, hey, I'll pay your entry. Hell yeah. You want to see a comedy show? Yeah, I'll pay for you to get in. Come on. Buy you a snack? Yeah. Um, the first, uh, that would get expensive, though, because it's like 20 bucks a head to get in there. <laughs> yeah. I have to have my friends just roast me while I'm on stage. They'd be ruthless. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's why, so the first handful of open mics I just went by myself oh yeah and then um I started inviting people I knew would be a little bit more understanding oh yeah so at least don't mess up yourself now I don't really care yeah exactly this way at least people I don't know I'll just look like an idiot in front of but no that's sweet it's yeah that's putting yourself out there like that's what I want to get into like kind of keynote speaking and stuff whenever this is done yeah. which when, I don't know when that'll be but it seems to keep going and I'm probably more nervous about that type of stuff and it's just a bit which is kind of exciting that's why I'm like looking forward to it because it's just something again that I'm not going to break bones but 
freaking terrifies me. So that's kind of where I'm at too. You know, like uh, I don't, I needed some kind of adrenaline. Yeah, well, it's, it's almost that hitting the ramp for the first time <laughs> feeling, yeah. but you're not gonna die. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, and it, it is exciting, and when you get. You know, the other thing that my whole freestyle career even, I was always envious of like musicians because they can connect with the audience so much. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you might do a cool trick and they'll go, ooh, or whatever, but it's not like the same. Yeah, Yeah, you're not really connecting with them in the same way that like, you know, a a musician playing and these, or like singing and all these whole crowd is singing shit back to them or whatever, you know, and it's the same thing kind of getting a crowd to when you get everybody to laugh at something, you know, it's like oh. an amazing feeling. That's the payoff that's the rush. Yeah yeah. Oh, and yeah. then when you lock up it sucks real bad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then you want to put the helmet on and the goggles. <laughs> yeah, I was like where's the hook? Somebody send the hook yeah. out because I'm yeah. done <laughs> I, there's, inside my head is a white sheet of paper right now. I cannot really think of anything. <laughs> I literally blacked out at like three minutes. I had a five minute set about three minutes in. I was just like, yeah, I can't remember anything. So I guess I'm just going to get off the stage now. <laughs> my girlfriend even yelled a joke out to me and I couldn't even hear anything. It was just He's like, on a phone googling jokes. <laughs> it was like, wah, 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 wah. I'm like, ah, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Somebody take me down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Into the chair. Yeah, I'm like, keep calling for backup. Someone, come and get at me out of here. Normally, I'd be like, googling crazy right now, trying to find this clip. <laughs> no, yeah. actually, I paid 20 bucks. No, I paid 20 bucks to have my set recorded that night, and afterwards I said, give me my 20 bucks back. I don't want that shit. <laughs> well, anyway, extra 20 to just get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, give me my 20 bucks. I don't need a video. Really? I was like, fuck yeah. Did you watch or no? You just hit record? Because that was horrible. <laughs> I've done shows where I contacted the stadium and told them, like, you got to take down this footage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, because somebody posted it to MTX, they're like, oh, Pastrana's back in, and it was this people I showed up to, and we were jumping like 40 feet, and I was like, hey man, what? where's the rest of the dirt, what are we doing? He's like, no, we do this all the time, and I'm like, you kidding me, and we were in like a basketball stadium, and it's like, so the kids are there watching you, and you don't want to be a jerk, so you try to do a heel clicker or something, if you're there. And then it ends up on the internet, it's on the message boards, so like, oh my gosh, take it down. Hey, have you ever seen either one of you guys, I posted it on something a while ago now, there was um, some people doing, the takeoff ramp had to have been four feet tall, I'm not even shitting you, and the landing was like, <laughs> also four feet tall, and they were, it must have been jumping like 30 feet or something, doing like no for the cans and shit. I wish I could remember oh, where that came from. Pick that down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the ramp pulled it down to like for to get it in the in the landing. They just left it down. Yeah, it maybe. Like a six foot ramp. 
I mean, that's that's one thing, right? Because somebody else might have filmed that. But, like, how about... I always wonder when there's... Like, I was showing a video of a girl twerking, and then all of a sudden she, she had white pants on. She shit her pants. She, she was the only one in the room, and as soon as she shit her pants, she ran over to the phone and grabbed it. How did this footage leak? <laughs> Probably have to double for that. How was that not erased the minute that it happened? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Internet's a cool place. <laughs> that's, that's her now for life. That's her for life. No matter what she does. You know what they say. <laughs> you can build a thousand bridges, but if you w suck one cock, you're a cocksucker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's with her. That's with her. <laughs> uh, so... You probably don't even believe in conspiracy theories because you're from Canada. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing, nothing like that. He's like, yeah, there's a conspiracy that moose are eating all the shrubbery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chilling our igloos and ride our dog sleds and there's no worries. Uh, <laughs> it's a happy little place. I'm sorry. Yeah. Last week was... Uh, Animated monkeys, and this week is polar bears. Yeah. Polar. <laughs> That's right. Um, I know this podcast. You guys have, uh, you guys do, your Canadian Eskimos do have igloos. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's some, yeah, we go way north. Like, it's uh, full on Eskimos. Well, because I was in Alaska and I kept looking for igloos. And they said that that was Canadian, uh, North, Northwest Territories, indigenous people. I was very yeah. upset, just like when I went to Chile and there was no monkeys. Oh, my money back! <laughs> exactly. I was like, "Listen, send me home. This bullshit. I want igloos." Yeah, no, they still live there, way up there. And there's people pissed off about them harpooning seals and stuff, and they're like, how the hell did you find us? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. You know, thing way the fuck up here, and... <laughs> yeah, there's like, there's no internet here, so just shut the fuck yeah. up, and... Exactly. Just get rid of no, that, get rid of that footage, and we're good. The internet's even mad at you when you live in an igloo. Any <laughs> service, so... <laughs> you don't even know what it is. Terrible place. Um... Yeah, it's so funny, you know, like, they need to figure out a, a um, nice way to euthanize whales, right? Maybe they can just lure them out and then give them some kind of sedative, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just lure them out, give them some Xanax, they'll just relax, and then you just, like, plug up their blowhole or whatever. <laughs> Market. I think that's what you do. Yeah, I've seen that in cartoons. <laughs> hope, they, hope they don't blow a big uh, fountain of water out and clear the hole out. <laughs> yeah, all right. Be eating good. Give it a try. I'd watch that video. Have you ever had any uh, whale? No. Do you think Canadian bacon is better than American bacon? Well... If you come up here and ask for bacon, 
Like Canadian bacon is an American thing. <laughs> <laughs> you're asking for a piece of bacon here, you're getting a strip of bacon. So. You get ham. <laughs> yeah, I go on and yeah, I get like Canadian bacon and ham comes out, so I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> did you did you the first time did you yeah, exactly. It's like Foster's. The first yeah. time were you like I need to try this fucking Canadian bacon. This sounds great. <laughs> this sounds amazing. I'm from Can. I'm from Canada, and I don't even know. <laughs> There's some weird kind of stringy ham that comes out. <laughs> too thin and cooked too much. Yeah, exactly. It's a thin ham steak. It's not yeah, Canadian bacon. Kind of chewy and not bacon at all. <laughs> Have you ever had Taylor ham? Taylor ham? Yeah. Which I guess yeah. that that's a brand, so I guess the actual uh, oh. product would be called pork roll. Pork mm, roll? Maybe. Maybe I just didn't know the terminology. Yeah, it's round. And uh, I don't know, you'd probably have to. If you didn't come to New Jersey and have a Taylor ham or a pork roll sandwich, I'm imagining you didn't have it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If, if anything, it would actually, some, I think when we're in New Jersey, catering always tries to do like local stuff. So I actually think I might have. It might have been one of the things there. It kind of rings a bell. How about um, disco fries with gravy? Disco fries? Poutine? Yeah, I was like, wait, poutine? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but disco fries is with uh, mozzarella cheese. Uh, you need the cheese curds. I know. Are they squeaky cheese curds before they cook them? If they don't squeak on your teeth, then it's not a real poutine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll learn that. <laughs> I'll learn. Wait, does it does it squeak after it's cooked still? Yeah, well, it's weird. Like, I had some cheese curds, and then I think like they just kind of got old. Yeah, then they, they don't squeak. And then you warm them back up like three seconds in the microwave and they squeak again. What? <laughs> That's, <crazy. Yeah. laughs> That's embarrassing theory. We're going to do it. Well, no, yeah. Uh, Cody Cavanaugh's mom is actually the one that um, we did a show in Wisconsin and she brought us a bunch That's of cheese curds. That's land of the cheese curds. And she was like, if they don't squeak, they're not fresh. But now... Yeah. Bruce just taught me trickery on the cheese curds. In seconds, you go too much and they turn to mush, but like, yeah, we're talking a few seconds. Well, yeah. I'm gonna have Cody send me cheese curds and I'm gonna warm them back up so they squeak. Yeah. Tell them to put them in the flow mail so they're not squeaky by the time they get there. No, I need them next day from the cheese castle. <laughs> It's probably contraband or something. Ooh, that's what I need him to ship me some Wisconsin cheese. <laughs> yeah. Air quotes. <laughs> if you're on audio. Yeah, it would be contraband. <laughs> All right. I need some Canadian cheese too. You want to send me some Canadian cheese? That's cheese. Wow. Air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> you see cheese? You <laughs> see cheese? Yes. I heard it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
See, Mark Jordan says it's pork roll. That's because he lives too far down south. So the terminology changes? Yeah, exactly. Down south, mm -hmm. it's pork roll. Because Berlou even says that. But yeah. up here, it's Taylor Ham. But that's just a brand. It's like Kleenex. Right. Yeah. But whatever, they did a good job branding, so... I'm not gonna exactly. I'm not gonna deny Maybe them. Every other tissue is screwed. That's, that's right. <laughs> tissue paper. Yeah. It's like if you're from uh Coca-Cola's from Atlanta and you better believe everything's a fucking Coke. Yeah. Or Q tips. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They just did good. Here's the thing. Best best marketing of all time. BC, the year, Jesus got the years, <laughs> got the years called, uh, or like, uh, what is it, BC and AC, I don't know, that's the best marketing job ever, they measure friggin' time with this dude's name. You know you made it, you know you made it when. When they measure years. This oh, is the first you. year of you. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first year after you. <laughs> I wonder if that'll start again. Oh, for me, it would be BC again. And it's because of <coughs> What is it, 30 BC? Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. Are you 30? Now that I'm thinking about it. Huh? What is a Q-tip? What's, like, Kleenex is a tissue. What's a Q-tip? It's a, um... An ear cleaner? No, it's ooh. a makeup tool, isn't it? Ooh, that's a good cotton. fucking question. On a stick, right? Cotton swab stick? Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. But that's not... Is that the technical term? That's what I mean? Like, what is the actual... Well, because I is think... I'm going to be Googling right now and pulling up ridiculous Q-tip facts. Q-tip? Well, there you go. <laughs> Cotton swab. Whatever they sell at all. But no, a cotton swab yeah, should just be a cotton ball, no? No. Q-tips. And then below it, it actually says cotton swab. Uh, right there. Yeah. yeah. The actually, so they're just cotton balls, if it's a cotton ball. Yeah. I should have probably figured that. I've heard that some of them say you're actually not supposed to use for cleaning your ears. Yeah. They also oh, say yeah. you're not supposed to put them in that far. But yeah. fuck you, I'm going to the eardrum. They're coming to you. Variety of applications. First aid, cosmetics, cleaning, and arts and crafts. No ears. Well, I'm scraping the eardrum with that fucker, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I got some wires crossed or something, but I go too deep with a Q-tip and I sneeze. So. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> oh, my God. You got to get one now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I don't think that's supposed to be. I think that's your nose. <laughs> like, maybe it's not in my ears. Who knows? Dude, I had a um, like a ingrown hair on the inside of my thigh, and I squeeze it, and I got a pain in my back. I was like, what? How is that connected? I don't understand. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> like, like with enough surgeries and stuff, I'm like, are you sure they connected everything? Like back together, right? Like, there's a lot of nerves and stuff. Like, what if you cross those puppies? Yeah. Did you always do it, or is this something new? What's up? The Q-tip 
sneezing. Oh, yeah. No, as far as I can remember, but... So you were just born a while ago. I just ago. messed up right from the get-go. no Shit. So, yeah. you don't believe any uh, conspiracy theories? We always like to get people to tell us what they... Do you believe in fluoride in the water? Well, I'm interested now because I feel like Canada doesn't have any. No, we just... No. Our water just comes straight from the glacier, so. <laughs> they chip it off. They chip it, it off. Of the and it's called coconut. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Who, uh, oh, that was DC. That was us again. That mayor, whatever, that's on the crack. That's Toronto. Oh, it is Toronto. It is Canada. Is he yeah, still mayor? Uh, I think he's dead. What? Don't quote me, but... That guy's awesome. How could he die? Uh, he seemed like, well, like a really good time. <laughs> it was a great time. Think about while he was mayor, it was the best time in his life, because he had all the power. Then after battle of cancer. So what? it wasn't even anything fun. Jeez. At least he had a good time while he was here. Maybe that's... Maybe he was just doing the crack... Thirty-six. That's why he was partying so hard. Still, he looked like he was like seventy. <laughs> <laughs> what was it, Rob, Rob Ford? Was that his Ford, name? Rob Ford. Yeah. But think about it. In his thirty-six years, he probably 46. lived like seventy years worth of fun. Oh yeah. Forty-six. Yeah. He at least had eighty-six years worth of fun though. Oh yeah. <laughs> At least he, he'll be remembered. I wonder sure. if he got that hooker pro bono. I wonder what his tombstone says. <laughs> did, <laughs> it says, does did not smoke crack. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. For sure did not smoke crack. <laughs> or hookers or anything. It was a lie. <laughs> Much. <laughs> Stiff. 
Yeah, well, I'm sure, like, some of the atrophy helps, but, like, that's why they tell you to lay on your stomach a bunch, because you're just sitting all the time, so then they start to tighten up, like, especially the front, like, your quads, whatever goes up into, like, your lower abs, those start to tighten up, Right. and then they'll keep you, like, so even when I lay on my stomach, like, it takes a while for my butt to kind of, like, straighten out, settle down, yeah, so they tell you to do that, and I'm supposed to do a bunch of stuff, but... But you don't, because you're Canadian. Busy. Busy in, riding moose. I'm Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your Mountie hat? What the fuck? Yeah, I know. I got this as a tourist hat from America. <laughs> Yo, the interesting thing... I need to pull up Jersey State Troopers, because they dress like they should be riding on fucking horses. And I'm like, how? why are you guys dressed like this? A state trooper. We yeah. don't have states or troopers. <laughs> <laughs> what do we call it? Providence yeah, Police? Mounted Police. Oh, RCMP. See, what is it? What's the abbreviation? RCMP. So are all cops that? Or is that just like the higher... Um, like... There's RCMP everywhere, but then there's city cops. Like, where I'm from, Kelowna, we don't have city cops. It's all just RCMP. But if you go to, like, Toronto, um, they've got, like, CPP. CPP? I mean, uh, OPP. I don't know why I said C. OPP? That's even better. You down with OPP? There you go. Yeah. City cops? That's a New Jersey State Trooper. Why oh, does, yeah, that's a true. Why does he look yeah, like he should be on a horse? No, no. I'll show you. I want to see his boot. Alright. Let me see if I can find his boot. Yeah. I gotta look at this map so I don't miss my exit. I'll show you some people who should be on horses. Alright, let's see. <laughs> I mean, look at these hats. Come on. There is an RCMP. Oh, hang on, hang on. Uh, I know, hang on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a... I mean, he is on a horse. Yeah. But look at... I mean, they're close. He just... Yeah. They just need brighter colored jackets. They got the hat. And maybe a... Yeah. And they already got the hat. I'm playing... Clint, broken phone again. This is our police. Listen, this is thing's gonna be broke for the next year. So those things will... <laughs> Did they really ride horses? All the time. Like, well, you gotta think we're all on dog sleds and a horse is a lot faster than dogs. So. They'll run you down quick. They'll stomp your, they'll stomp your dogs if you're not, uh, if you don't comply. <laughs> then you're just stuck out there. You're like, listen, my igloo is 10 miles away. How am I a boot to get there? <laughs> <laughs> That's when they bring the, the tow moose and they just hook up <laughs> the rig to the moose. <laughs> oh, shit. I love yeah. it. I need to visit there. I've been only been East Coast Canada and they didn't have... I'm sure they have moose. Meese, sorry. Yeah, plural. <laughs> I'm sure they have Mises, but I didn't see any, so. <laughs> West Coast, West Coast. 
Dude, when you go to strip clubs, do you throw loonies and toonies at the strippers? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a strip club up there, and I'm like, what am I supposed to give them, fives? Like, do I just throw these little coins <laughs> at them? Or, or, You're going to get expensive quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, do they, are they going to be offended? Where do I tip okay. this thing? Do they have a coin slot? I don't understand. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> Nobody let, me, nobody let me deposit my loonies any place good. <laughs> yeah, it's East Coast and West Coast are good. That whole middle. Eh. You're telling me it's the same way down here. It leaves a bit to be desired. That's right. The whole middle of the country. Just a big strip down the whole thing. That's right. Oh. Man, a Canadian just gave you shit, Nick. Have you, ever, have you ever seen that video where the guy's on the um, motorcycle and he's driving and then somebody like uh, comes in a car, they come out of the intersection and the guy swerves around them and then uh, they come back and they're like, oh, sorry, oh. sorry. They both <laughs> apologize. <laughs> they're both apologizing to each other. They're like, yeah. no, I, they're like, sorry, I pulled out. He's like, no, I was going too fast. I was going too fast. It's my fault. No, it's my fault. I'm sorry. I'm just getting a story fight. Yeah. I'm more sorry. No, I am. I'm more sorry than you are. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pay for your meal. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to fill your gas tank. Yeah. That was a good video. Need more stuff like that to go viral. Yeah, it's like uh, Canadian road rage or something. Right? Yeah, that was the title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no no. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. The first time I seen, I ran into Bruce when I when my leg was broken, and he's like, uh, "So what'd you do?" And I'm just like, "Nothing impressive." <laughs> <laughs> He was like, man, seemed bad. I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> what was that, probably 2000? It wasn't that long ago. Or was it my femur? Yeah. Was it my femur or my lower leg? I think it was the lower leg. Cause probably I like 2012. <clears throat> no, it was sooner than that. More recent than that. <laughs> um, you guys were in like uh, Louisiana or something. And I stopped by and visited Javier. In the uh, oh, yeah. the stadium where they filmed uh Oh yeah. Waterboy. Yeah. Um Yeah, so that was two thousand I only fifteen. Fifty yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. The last regional tour or yeah, re outdoor tour we did. Fifteen. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's all blur. Cook, I just saw an advertisement for Cook's beer. It says the best beer in town. Uh, sounds like it's a Canadian motto, you know what I mean? They weren't going too big. It is, it's just the best <laughs> beer in town. Alright. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the best beer that's in my fridge right now. <laughs> the best beer from the uh, surrounding 10-mile area. 
Not anywhere, dude. Up by me, beer's like the cheapest. They where I travel, I stay push light because everybody sees a 30 pack and they start stealing them. Yeah, 30 pack up here will run you like 60 bucks. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> but it's 20% alcohol there, so you only need one beer. <laughs> it, is, it is good. It's better beer. But, yeah, it's, it's anything is well over double. And the elevation. Think about it, because you keep going up the planet, so their you, elevation is so much higher. It's higher. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. That's why going down when I drive down to LA or California is sweet. It's all down middle, yeah. Yeah. You're just like declining <laughs> all the time. Yeah, a little mileage going that way. <laughs> so, so he doesn't believe in the, the flat earth conspiracy theory. No, it's all on an angle. Yeah, it's flat, but it's <laughs> like this. But it's on an yeah. angle. <laughs> <laughs> He facts. He's at the top, and then he's just driving on down to us. Yeah. Going home is just hell. It's hell. It's horrible. Yeah. I do feel like that sometimes driving north, and I'm like, why do I think I'm going uphill? It's just I'm going. Oh, I know. There's some <laughs> dumb thoughts that my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be way more gas going back, for sure. Or when you see a river, and it's like, well, why the hell is it flowing that way? <laughs> How is it flowing north? <laughs> It should definitely be going south. I don't understand. <laughs> it really does. Everything comes from the uh, the North Pole, and then it just, like, trips Rains down, down. to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that yeah. sucks, because um, Australia gets all this water that's been through the entire Earth. <laughs> <laughs> it just trickles yeah, all the way. Huh? Australia is on the bottom. They get all the stuff that actually filters through the earth, so maybe it's cleaner. Yeah. It filters out all the fluoride. <laughs> Damn, that's why they're getting so gnarly. Yeah, I think they're not subdued at all. That's all, good water. Yeah, they're not all docile like us from our fluoride <laughs> water. They're putting it's meth in their water. water. <laughs> <laughs> something in the water no there's nothing in their water <laughs> I don't know maybe they're getting some kind of enhancer we don't get huh? hmm they got something going on down there right now because the United States has like no new freestyle motocrossers and uh, Australia has like seven yeah. <laughs> new dudes that are just crushing everyone. Yep. I mean, I guess not really new at this point, but you know what I mean. Still just crushing everyone. New dudes to the top. Yep. We got Ronnie Mac, though. That's like true. Hey, what happened? Um, is he all right, or did he get actually hurt? Um. Yeah. I don't know if it's out there yet. But is this an EEIC? Is this the EEIC uh, protocol here? You're like, Broke hey, ankle, as far as I know, you need to call the emergency executive in charge to talk about this. We can't talk about yeah. it. Broken ankles? Yeah. You call him? He says, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, which it was a freaking like frame case. Like, what the hell happened? How did he come up that short? Just 
like bogged up. Because he's riding the '89 or '98, the worst Honda <laughs> ever made. <laughs> like I'm surprised he even made it that far, honestly. Uh, and then, like worst spot, just frame case, the wooden knuckle, like the back of it. So he broke both ankles and. I think just one. Oh, okay, one ankle, and we heard he was unconscious. Yeah, he looked pretty sleepy. Like, but for what it was, like to come away if it's just a broken ankle, like. Yeah, like you, it was all frame to all wood. Like there was no suspension. Yeah, no, I seen that. It did look like worst case scenario case. Oh yeah, yeah, it was it was heavy, and he's got his freaking open face and he didn't smash his bars. So <laughs> definitely <a> bonus. <laughs> yeah, what are you thinking? What do you think when you're coming up short with an open face? Well, lucky jumps like this might have helped him for sure. <laughs> if you would have been forward like you normally would. Right. Oh my god. That's what I watched. Uh, Hartman would jump shit first hit and just drop his front end so hard. And I'm like, hey, yeah. settle down. You know, like, let's act like first one may not be perfect. Yeah, let's ride like this. And yeah. <laughs> at least flat. Just keep it flat. At least. He's yeah. just come off and go, yo. Yeah. And I'm like, are you serious right now? <laughs> if you're Easy, even in, yeah, you're even into the pocket at the bottom of the landing. Shitty death. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even have to hit miss the whole landing for it to be rough. No. No, no. I'm always rolling the dice a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> we're, like we said at the beginning, we're either tough or stupid. Yeah, some sort of... Verdict is out. Dirty mix, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Verdict is out, we don't know. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, shit, we're just about did two hours. Holy shit. And I know you want to go to dinner. some point. You got a guitar there? Can you serenade us on got the some, way out? Got some Canadian bacon to eat. Oh, shit. <laughs> some Routine some, Canadian bacon on it. Some cheap-ass ham steak. <clears throat> cheap-ass thin <laughs> ham steak. <laughs> yeah. Well, is there anything you want to plug? I see you got your Scott shirt on. Yep. About it. That's it. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> Look at my Instagram for everything else. Check <laughs> those tags. There you go. At Bruce Cookham. Everybody's at on Instagram. I feel like it's probably unnecessary to say. Yeah, Just Bruce. A little, a little it, doesn't, sign there. it doesn't say AT Bruce Cook F FMX. Yeah, then you're going to do the at sign and then at. Yeah. And, <laughs> that would be at sign. At sign AT Bruce <laughs> Cook FMX. <laughs> when I was making it, I didn't understand the at. So <laughs> they were like, it's at whatever. And I said, okay, I'll put that in. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, anyways. Anyway. <laughs> go and check out, um, go and look up uh, the Nitro Circus dates. You will yep. get all of them, correct? Yeah. 
Nugent All Tour goes till June 23rd, and then uh, Capital Cities kicks off end of September. So we're doing the back to the indoor venues in the in the fall. What's that mean, Capital City? Like this one is like a Eugene, Oregon, and a Boise, Idaho, and wow. Capital City is L.A. and New York and <laughs> that type of thing. Are you guys doing New York? Um, no. I think I, I was going to say, I think I had this conversation <laughs> with Street Bike Tommy, and the closest thing was like Philadelphia or Pittsburgh or some shit like that. Yeah, I should know this. The regional, we do like York. Pennsylvania? Yeah. That's actually closer, I think. Which, but that's this, this tour, the regional, so this one's the moto only. Um, Good, I don't want to watch any other bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, come on, baby. Yeah, the, the capital city's, like, a lot of Canadian. Montreal, Toronto, Minneapolis, Saskatoon, Edmonton, Vancouver, San Jose, Anaheim, Denver, and then we go to Europe. So it's actually pretty short, Cap City. So what's the regional one? Uh, what do we got left here? Oh, come on, phone. Moncton, New Brunswick, then York, Virginia Beach, Myrtle Beach, two in Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and that's the last one, Cincinnati. All right, so York is in like two, three weeks? Uh, yeah, two, I think, because we'll go out to Moncton and then fly home for a couple days, and then we'll go to York, and then from there, we're just on a bus, just banging them out. They're all pretty close. Whoa. York. Hey, you can't say banging them out on here. <laughs> on a bus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't care where you bang them out. You can't say it. <laughs> June 15th. Uh, to June 23rd we're on the bus one, two, three, four, five, six of them so that'll be good that'll go fast York, Pennsylvania is two hours and 48 minutes yeah how Not far bad. from Cincinnati, Clint? how far from what? how far are you from Cincinnati? who the fuck cares about Cincinnati there? because I can do that one no one cares about Cincinnati. It's way further, I can tell you that. Nine and a half hours. Good. All right, I'll meet you. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> but I bet you, like, Pittsburgh is eight hours. Yo. Halfway. Five hours. Five hours. When is it? June when? 23rd, Cincinnati. I might have to make this trip again. I'll Pittsburgh is 21st, 22nd. I'm just going to, you know, all these numbers are just... No, we're not going to remember any of this in the morning. Yeah. Look at this. It says flyover. That's <laughs> <laughs> how much, to do. That's how much <laughs> Pittsburgh sucks. They're it's like, telling you not to drive there. They're just like, do you want directions here, or do you just want to fly over it? I was like, fuck that place. I'm going to fly over. 
got nothing. Cause you're you're the flyer guy. Hang up. <laughs> Hang up. Talking shit on Instagram. <laughs> I'm gonna let you up later. <laughs> when I come up with something good, you want to. <laughs> That's the great thing about internet battles. You can wait till you come up with a good response. Oh yeah. Once you get those arguments, then you're going to sleep that night. You're like. Damn it, if I would have yeah, said this, that would have been right. so good. Is it weird that I make this comment seven hours after the original fight? Yeah. Burn! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, everybody. Everybody go and check for Nitro Circus dates. Bruce Cook's going to be there. Throwing backflips on his Canadian Kawasaki... Four fifty. No plural. Just one. Did I say Kawasaki's? No backflips. Oh. I just. (laughs) Right, but there's multiple shows, so there's still multiple backflips. Okay. Okay. Doing a backflip at each show. (laughs) Bruce will be at each show doing a backflip. Is that better? Can't set that bar too high. (laughs) (laughs) Is that better? (laughs) He will be attempting. Attempting. Backflip. He might do it if the crowd gets loud enough. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. You need to pitch it like that. Listen. Not not overstates. He just drives around and fly overstates. All right. All right. (laughs) Let me me get the pitch right. All right. Everybody check out Nitro Circus Tour. Bruce (laughs) will be attempting one backflip. For the first time. If the crowd gets loud (laughs) enough. Yeah. All right? Because if your crowd sucks, Bruce is going to be like, I'm going to fly over this bitch. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> I don't need directions there. I'm going to fly yeah. over this bitch and be out. All right? So show <laughs> up and get loud. Yeah. There you go. You Am I hired yet? Can I be your hype man? Sure. I'm just going to come around. I'm just going to be in, your, in one of your man crew and just follow you around and... <laughs> I'm gonna be like, yo, oh, I can't remember that guy's name. Do you ever listen to the uh, Cottonmouth Kings? Yeah. This is the one. Okay. No, the guy that um, I forgot his name. His name is something the digit the visual assassin, and he wears <laughs> yeah. a mask. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And he would just smoke like this five foot bong, and then just smoke. Blow smoke all over stage and do the robot around and shit. That's you. I'm just me. I'm just gonna follow you around. <laughs> have a mask on. Blow smoke out before you hit the ramp and just fucking do the robot. I'll be like, yeah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> then they're gonna right. start coming to see you and miss that's, my shit. That's right. I don't even need to talk. Nothing. <laughs> smoke and robot. No, I mean, this is never gonna happen. Clint would smoke and then just disappear. I'm just over talking to chicks in the crowd in the front row. Just like, hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm just in the back. You're like, hey, he's going on. I'm like, hold on, my pizza will be here in like five minutes. I'm pretty sure it's almost smoke. here. <laughs> smoke coming out from under the ramp. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> With my pizza. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of pizza there. I'll be like, hurry up. I have pizza, Bruce. 
Deliver, deliver it straight in under like, the ramp. I'll be like Bruce, do your rollover for the <laughs> so you, they'll rub your belly and get in here and get some fucking yeah, pizza. You get pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, this is what happens. We can't ever say goodbye. Yeah. It's so hard saying goodbye. No, you stay by. You, you hang up. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You hang up. You're rude to hang up. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're ending the live video. Everybody, check out Bruce Cook FMX on Instagram and Nitro Circus and Facebook and wherever else Bruce Cook is sold. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we should not be live anymore.